Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee and Bible Time podcast. I am literally so excited to be here. I just have to say thank you for being so patient as I did transition off to college. Did I mention that this is the Coffee and Bible Time podcast? Clearly, I'm a little out of it, okay? And the reason why I would say I am is it's late at night. I've had a long week of school, but that isn't going to stop me from a spread in a truth, okay? That's what I do on here. Um, I wanted to start off by saying thank you to all of you for who, for who, hello, hello, should I start over? Should I start over? This is a question I'm asking. Can you guys give me your feedback? Should I start over or should I keep going? Okay, I'll keep going. (laughs) So here I am. Okay, Um, I wanted to thank you guys for your comments on my last video that I posted on the Coffee and Bible Time YouTube channel, which was on what I do when I'm struggling with body image. Okay, and I was gone for a about a month on the podcast, um, just settling into college. It might have been less than a month. Maybe it was only a couple weeks. I don't know. But um, I thought that a good podcast to start back on would just be on something that I'm passionate about right now. And that would be body image. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I was just sitting here preparing for this podcast and I took a selfie of me with my laptop and my Bible and I clicked on it and I cringed a little because there was cellulite on my arm and I was like, what? Since when do I have cellulite? So, you know, naturally, I adjusted my angle about 13,000 times, only to find that you can't really get cellulite to go away on your arm by switching an angle. So, I put my phone down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to accept my body right now. And I'm going to continue making this podcast because, listen, ladies, we all struggle with body image. Why I don't know, maybe because we live in a culture, in a society that uh, is obsessed with how your body looks. Um, I really don't think it even matters necessarily your age. I think every age struggles with body. Um, I know that when I was younger, I actually had a bit of a turning point in my youth where um, someone that I considered a close mentor... um, And someone just really close, like family, told me that um, I was fat and I needed to do something to change my weight um, and, you know, do sports or do something. And I think from then I kind of really started to obsess. I wouldn't say obsess, okay. I was conscious about the way my body looked. And I don't think that I ever really was intentional about seeing um, my body the way that Christ sees me or really looking at the body through the lens of what the word says. And I was really inspired to go through Psalm 139. And if you listen to our last YouTube video, I, I really did challenge you guys to go through Psalm 139 in terms of reading it, meditating on it every single day to hopefully combat body image. And it really has been changing a lot for me in my life and my perspective on my body. And I want to do, before I get into this podcast, um, read Psalm 139 for you guys and then go into how we need to rest in in God's sufficiency because he really is our true satisfaction. He's our greatest security and he's our ultimate 
significance. So let's go into Psalm 139. Okay, get your Bibles out. Reading ESV, everybody. Okay, Psalm 139. Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall guide me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the light about me be night, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as day, and for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance, in your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast the sum of them. If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Now that was Psalm 139. And you guys, every time I read it, I am blown away. Um, One of the beautiful things about memorizing scripture that I really did not do a lot of before coming to Moody Bible Institute is meditate on scripture and that is actually a very 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 wise thing to do when you're studying scripture is to read it over and over and over and over again and when you feel like you've read it enough keep reading it and if you feel like you um aren't getting enough out of it change to a different translation and shake it up that way change to a different translation listen to it on an audiobook um read it out loud um discuss it with somebody else i mean Studying the Bible can be different and unique, and you can do lots and lots of different techniques to make your quiet time um, fun and exciting. Um, And so when I'm reading Psalm 139, what I do is I read through it all once during the day, and then I focus on one verse to meditate on. By the way, if you can hear a siren, it's actually one of the things I enjoy while being at Moody. Um... I mean, not that I'm happy that there's a siren going off and someone's getting hurt, but it's nice to listen to um, car noises outside of my room. It's actually really relaxing. kind of puts me to sleep. Um, But, yeah, I hope this isn't, like, too distracting for you. But, y'all, this psalm, Psalm 139, was 
essential for me in learning how to combat the lies from the enemy and what the enemy was trying to say about my body um and really just say like take a look at this and behold it as God's word and his truth and it's put in this bible intentionally so that we will read it and our hearts will be transformed by it um and I listened to a sermon last week where he was talking about our satisfaction, our security, and our significance. And I was really touched by it also, and I applied it to Psalm 139. And that's what I want to talk about today because when we are so focused on our body, whether it's our insecurities, even if it's something that we love, um, we have to ask ourselves about where our satisfaction is, where our significance is, and where our security is. And I'm going to elaborate just on me because, guys, what I want this podcast to be is a very flowing conversation between you and me. It's a conversation that you can imagine you're having with your best friend or someone that you know really close, conversations that bring us and draw us closer to Christ um, and conversations that break that wall of vulnerability and shame that we've probably put up. And it's a safe place where you can come um, to me and we can just share with uh, each other things that are on our heart and bring them to the light of the word and uh, stand firm on that foundation and that is my vision for this podcast coming up and I hope that you guys are inspired by it and it resonates with you. I want to talk about things that you would talk about just with your your girlfriends, your friends. Um, I recognize that actually probably some of you guys are not girls so I'm sorry if I keep on addressing as if it was girls. Um, Everybody, okay, we're all here together. This is a conversation that you would have with a close Christian friend, all in hopes to seek God's face in it and grow in our relationship with Christ and grow in our relationship with community and fellowship with other believers. Hope this isn't too much Christian lingo. I guess this is what happens when you go off to Bible college. (laughs) Am I right? Is anyone laughing? Okay. I know I probably am tending to ramble because you know what, guys? This is my first first podcast back in a while. I'm still trying to get the intonation right. Uh, I really want to have that good podcast speaker intonation. And uh, this podcast is my avenue to do it. So I'm going to try to pep it up here. Okay. Um, But I wanted to talk about my experience with body image. Okay. Um, I feel as if my insecurities have stopped me from doing a lot of things in life and my insecurities one of my insecurities is not necessarily my body image one of my insecurities would be I feel like I'm an awkward person okay I feel like I am a little socially awkward in situations I don't know how to talk to a boy to save my life okay I'm sure if I had to save my life I would talk to a boy but I am very awkward um I, since I've been at college, which I'm sure you are all dying to know, where's your first boyfriend, Taylor? This is Moody Bridal Institute, is it not? Let me tell you this. I have no boyfriend, okay? Um, I also uh, haven't really talked to a boy. Have I talked to a couple boys? Sure. 
passing maybe a little and actually i've been coming off confident can you guys give me a pat on the back okay because it's hard to come off confident when you're by battling insecurities um but really i'm telling you guys taking my insecurities to the to the lord and and going through psalm 139 has been transforming me so i really can't emphasize enough how important it is to do that if you feel like you're struggling with insecurity to do that um but yeah one of my insecurities is feeling awkward feeling inadequate in conversations my other insecurity would be with body image and i feel like i tend to gain weight in my stomach and um also my upper thighs maybe my arms i backfaddle too um and when i'm surrounded by social media and also when i reflect on comments like i said at the beginning of this podcast of people my childhood in those transformative informing years i um begin to struggle a little bit with my body and I start to doubt myself. I start to find um, that I feel like I have little significance around people because my body doesn't look good or because I find um, I'm insecure because I don't, I'm trying to find my security within my body in the way that I look. And I also never truly feel satisfied in the way I look. I don't think it really matters um, how much weight I've ever lost, I'm probably never satisfied in the way that I look. Um, and really, ultimately, we were never designed to find satisfaction in the way that our body looks. And we have to redirect our eyes to the truth about what the word says. And I think coming to college, it was a shock for me um, because I was pretty much in quarantine for such a long time that I really didn't care much about the way my body looked around people um and then when I came here and I saw um just how everyone was really careful about their parents everyone looked like they were trying hard I was like wow um I need to start placing more value on my body which is something that I had been getting out of the pattern of doing and and it, I started to go back into those mindsets of, okay, I need to start looking my best. I need to start um, losing weight, blah, blah, blah. My body's not good enough because I need to find significance in my body because it seems like everyone in the world around me is also simultaneously finding significance in your body. And what I want to say to that is that mindset was wrong, but I grabbed that thought and I took it to the word of God and that's where Psalm 139 comes in um, because here's the deal. In the times that I've been at Moody, I have been desiring friendships. I've been desiring relationships. Um, and I've been feeling insecure about the way my body does it. F- do I sometimes like would rather just go eat alone in my room than have to sit in a large group of people where I feel like maybe they're looking at my stomach or I'm adjusting or fidgeting my shirt a lot because I'm insecure about the way my stomach looks in my shirt. Um, also, I think over the years I've I've slouched a lot um, because I am trying to kind of hide or conceal or cover my body um, and it's kind of stuck with me. So I've been trying to sit up straight but it you got to train those muscles in your back because those muscles in your back get weak after you have been hunching for so long. Um, but at the end of this Psalm 139,
Learn what theology is and how to study God within the Bible in course number seven of our In-Depth Bible Study Academy. In this academically built course, you will learn the tools to study God's character and nature within a Bible passage and how to grow closer to God relationally through Bible study. This course titled Theology, Knowing God Through In-Depth Bible Study is packed with teaching lessons, homework, quizzes, and a resource list for personal study. Head to our website, coffeeandbibletime.com, to learn more about the Academy and course number seven today. Use promo code CBT Podcast, that's CBT Podcast, to get 50% off this course right now at coffeeandbibletime.com. You hear the writer of the psalm, which just so happens to be David, talk to God about his enemies. And he says to God, Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God. O men of blood, depart from me. They speak against you with malicious intent. Your enemies take your name in vain. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And do I not loathe those who rise up against you? I hate them with complete hatred. I count them my enemies. Um... And at first when I'm reading this Bible verse, I'm asking myself, what is the immediate context in this situation? Obviously, for David, we know that he battles with legit enemies. And he battles with people um, as a king um, who literally want to kill him. And he, in a lot of these psalms, is fleeing for his life. And so I would maybe say that quite literally... He has it far worse than I do in terms of enemies. (laughs) Can't say I've ever been hunted down. But um, I was trying to look at this verse and say, okay, that is the immediate context for him. Why does he hate these enemies? And he says, first of all, God, your enemies speak against you with malicious intent. Then he says, your enemies take your name in vain. He thirdly goes on to say, I hate those who hate you, O Lord. Then he says, fourthly, I loathe those who rise up against you. I count them my enemies. And these are all the reasons why he is telling God in the psalm why he hates his enemies. These are the reasons why. They They go against God. And in my life, in going through this psalm, I... I was um, reminded how, first of all, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's a fact, (laughs) okay? Um, There's some powerful verses in scripture in this passage specifically that tells us about our significance in Christ. Um, Our significance is not in our body, okay? Our significance is in the fact that before... um, the world was made. God saw us. He thought of us. He had in his book written every one of the days that were made for us when there was no days ever made. This was before the universe. Um, He goes on to say that God's, God's thoughts about us are more than the grains of sand on the earth. He talks about how God formed us he formed our inward parts he knitted us together in our our mother's wombs 
We are fearfully, we are wonderfully made. Wonderful are his works. Um, When we were being made in secret, he was the author of that, okay? Um, When we go through dark times, when we're struggling with our body, God is still there. There is... There is no place on earth that we could go, not in our darkest times that God could, that God is not there for us. Um, it says in here that even if we um, are in Sheol, which he says, if I ascend to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. Sheol is a word that can be described as a dark place that the dead go to. And I see this picture of just, darkness and defeat and death um and david says even if we go to sheol even if we are in this dark place filled with death you are still there if we go to the far parts of the sea as he said even there his hand will lead us god is not going to leave you even in these dark times where we feel like death surround us when it's so dark we can't we're struggling with the way that that we feel with the way that we look our emotions are getting the better of us um I wanted to remind you guys I know this probably feels like I'm like jumping from jumping from jumping from jumping from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing um but I really am going to circle back to the enemy enemy part um I wanted to bring light though those things before because our significance is in the way that God sees us. And his thoughts should be precious to us. His thoughts about us outnumber the grains of sand. The fact that he made us before the foundations of the universe and the fact that he had numbered our days on earth should tell us something about our worth and should tell us something about the love that God has for us, that he would knit us together in in our mother's womb. We should now not ever let the devil trick us into believing that we don't have significance nor should we take our eyes away from god's word and go to the world and ask them where should i find my significance because if you go to the world they're gonna have a very different definition of where your significance is found and it is likely if you are um, a woman also if you are a man not to say that this isn't a man's problem too but they're going to say um, your, a lot of your significance is found in your body. And a lot of the culture and the media is going to sexualize a woman's body. And it's hard to grow up being engulfed in this culture where social media is everything. And to not take your body and line it up against other girls and say, um, where is my significance in this? And the devil wants you to do that. And this is where I find so inspiring the way that David views his enemies. We don't see David ignoring his enemies. We don't see him writing them off or letting them float around. No. He he expresses to God the way he feels about his enemies. He says he hates them because they rise against God with malicious intent. They take his name in vain. He, he hates them with complete complete hatred um and he's not going to put up with 
his enemies, okay? He's not going to settle for anything less than what God has for him. And let me tell you guys, we have a real enemy here today, um, the devil, uh, who is trying to speak against God with malicious intent um, about us and about who we are. And the devil wants us to question our identity. The devil wants to question us to question our significance. The devil wants us to take our eyes off of God's word and our real value um, and look to our body and, and, and hate what God made. When the Bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that is truth. That is, that is God breathed. This, this Psalm 139 is inspired by God. This is in, inspired scripture from God and if the devil is telling us something contrary to what the Bible is saying we don't we can't put up with that this is something that we are not meant to put up with this is something that we are meant to take to the battlefront this is something that we're supposed to do exactly as David did and that is go to God and say Lord I hate the enemy Okay, the enemy is trying to get me down today. The enemy is speaking against you with malicious intent to tear me down for me to hate my body. The devil's telling me that I'm not fearfully and wonderfully made. The devil's trying to make me feel, um, take the praise away from you. The devil's trying to make me take the praise away from you and try to praise my body. Or the devil's trying to tear me down. The devil um, is trying to have me live in darkness. The devil is trying to make us go away from the light and find our significance in something that will never satisfy us. The psalm says that David says, I loathe those who rise up against you. I hate those who hate you. They take the Lord's name in vain. And let me tell you, everybody, when God made man and woman, that was the pinnacle of his creation. And not only were we the pinnacle of his creation, but we were made in his image. And that is important truth for us to remember when the devil is trying to tell us that we are insignificant and that we're ugly and that we're worthless and that we need to question um, our body. Absolutely not. This is when you have to take out the word of God and you have to fight these lies with scripture. You have to come to the Lord and say, God, I'm not going to lie to you right now. For a long time, I was looking every other way to find satisfaction and value. And a lot of that was in my body. And I'm coming to you right now because I hate the enemy. And the enemy is right now having a foothold in my life and it's causing me to think things about myself and about my identity and about my worth that is contrary to your word and lord i want to right now replace those lies with the truth in your word because your word sets us free not only does it set us free but it also brings a closeness with me and my soul to you and this is something that i want to be actively fighting against is hate against my body it's something that I want to be really be proactive about and it's going to be hard and I need your strength to help me go through this and it's going to be a lot of replacing old things that I really valued um for me for a long time I valued the way my body looked and I valued skinniness and it was hard for me to let go of that 
And it was hard for me to let go of this idea of me being skinny because I valued it so highly in my head that I would come to your word and say, yeah, 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 I know I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, but I would leave the Bible and still say, but this is something that I still am pursuing. I'm still pursuing my satisfaction in my body. I'm still pursuing my significance and what other people think of my body. And I'm still trying to find security in the way that my clothes fit, in the way that people accept me. Um, And Jesus, I'm surrendering that to you right now. And let me tell you, ladies, this is a constant, every single day surrender. It is something that you will not get rid of overnight. And it's something that you're going to need accountability for. Because let me tell you this too. The devil is going to shame you, and especially with your body. And for a long time, I felt shame about my body. I felt shame about the way that I would binge eat in secret. Um, And I didn't tell anyone because I was embarrassed. And I let the devil make me believe that that is something that I should be embarrassed for. But listen, no one is going to be upset at you for coming and asking for prayer. And if you have close girlfriends... You need to go to them and say, please pray for me. I'm under the attack of the enemy. Um, And the enemy is making me feel like I don't have worth. At the end of the psalm, David says, God, search me and know my heart and know my thoughts. And this is something that I'm going to ask you guys to do when you're finished listening to this podcast is ask God, Search me and know my heart and try me and know my thoughts. Because if you're going to ask the Lord for accountability and if you're going to ask the Lord and the Holy Spirit to nudge you when you're turning away from him, then God is going to be delighted to bring you towards him. Okay, the Bible gives us imagery that he is our shepherd and that we are his flock and he is going to herd us into him. Okay, he's going to bring us to safety. Right now, you might be a little sheep that's wandering off over the edge, okay? Maybe you're a little sheep that got distracted by that daisy over there. And the Lord's going to say, uh-uh-uh, come over to me. I have something better in store for you. Um, and there's so much imagery throughout the Bible of just the way that God shelters us under his wings. There's safety in, in, in him. And um, God desires for us to be sanctified and to look more like him and that means replacing the lies that we believe and that means coming to him intentionally into his word meditating on his word like I said at the beginning of just rereading and rereading and rereading and he's gonna bless you okay um my prayer for you guys is that this podcast touched your heart I think body image is something that we all struggle with Okay, and um, I hope that this was encouraging. Really, the only thing that can transform us and transform our hearts is is the Word of God. And if anything else is being transformed by something else, then it's being molded the wrong way. Did that make sense? I don't know. I think I'm getting a little loopy towards the end of this podcast, but it is getting to 30 minutes. So I'm just going to say thank you guys for listening, and I hope to see you guys in our next podcast. If you were encouraged, please share this with somebody, and um, it really means a lot because we are grassroots over here, okay? We ain't paying for this podcast to go out left, right, and another. Um, 
we're hoping that you guys will do some talking to your friends. Okay, y'all, why did I just go into a southern draw? I don't know, but sometimes it just feels right. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, um, hope Psalm 139 encouraged you guys, and I'll see you in next week's podcast. Bye!